everybody that's called Manhorn. This is Benjamin Wesley. This is Jerry, co driver of the Cat Monster Truck. This is David Smith with King Crunch. Hey, this is Darren Basil. Hey, this is Mark Shreya, the driver of the Devastator Monster Truck. I'm Gary Shunt, Jr. Hey, this is Barry Moose and you're listening to AllMonster.com Beyond the Land. A picture or a video may be worth a thousand words, but sometimes bigger stories not always told. We are a program dedicated to telling you those stories with analysts and opinions from those that go beyond the lens. We are AllMonster.com Beyond the Lens. Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of AllMonster.com's Beyond the Lens. This week joined by three of the best guys on All Monster, Hollywood Ed Horman, Dustin Hart, and Steve Perry checks in from an event in Syracuse, which is what we're going to kick the show off with this weekend. First time in Monster Jam at the Carrier Dome, not the first time at Syracuse. They usually have a great straight line course there during the summer season, but uh, first time in a big dome in winter, and it was a gr- an event to remember, so... Guys, why don't you tell us about uh, how Syracuse went, first of all, and then we're going to get a little analysis and head right into the next show and have Steve Perry's thoughts as he attended the event. We had some pretty interesting races going on in Syracuse with the final round of uh, Gravedigger versus Stone Crusher with Dennis Anderson coming away with the win by a few truck lengths. Uh, Steve Sims's route to the finals this weekend was definitely a little bit interesting. He uh, started off with a first-round win, and then in the second round, he got a little out of shape and... Uh, Looked like he was going to lose the race until uh, Medusa went a little too hard. Ended up nosing the truck over pretty hard, doing some heavy damage. And uh, she essentially handed a win to Stone Crusher. And then uh, Sims was able to take out Chad Fortune on his way into the finals. Um, Dennis Anderson was definitely on his game. He had to take out Tom Mintz in the semifinals. And uh, another great racing win once again for Dennis Anderson. Definitely good points there, and uh, it's been interesting to note Dennis Anderson has had probably his best racing season of his career, and uh, not bad in freestyle, but I would say if we had to pick between those two who had the momentum in each category, I would say Mintz has the momentum in freestyle and uh, Anderson with the momentum in racing as far as the big two that were in the finals of racing at Sam Boyd Stadium. So not bad at all. Good final round. Definitely one to remember for the Syracuse fans there. We move into freestyle, and uh, when I had talked to Steve Perry initially after the show, uh, he had told me that he wasn't sure that the the judges picked the right winner. Uh, from the videos that I've seen so far, you'll be able to see some of those on uh, our YouTube channel at All Monster Videos. I believe the right winner was picked. I uh, I had seen an event earlier this year in Houston that I felt that Neil Elliott or Chad Tingler should have won freestyle instead of uh, Alex Blackwell and Captain's Curse. Blackwell took a deserving victory, in my opinion, this weekend in Syracuse. Uh, had a nice slap wheelie combo, even walked it on one tire there for a second. Uh, real nice saves and everything. I felt that he put in uh, the most complete run, and uh, that earned him the victory. Yes, Tom Mintz was spectacular, as was Jeremy Slifko in backdraft. But uh, I believe the most complete run got the victory there. Uh, everybody was sort of right at the uh, end of bonus time or a little before. And uh, Blackwell put in the longest and most complete run there to take the victory at Syracuse. Guys, what are your thoughts? Yeah, Robbie, I agree with you. Um, you know, at first, after uh, hearing everything and I watched the videos, and I thought that, that, that Alex didn't win at first, too, but after rewatching it, 
um, talking with a few friends of mine and things like that. I definitely can see Alex getting the victory there. Great performance by him. You hit the nail on the head with the point. He had a complete run. He uh, did go into bonus time, which is something some of the other drivers that people thought one didn't do. He uh, had a spectacular moments, like you alluded to, and everything like that. It was a very big weekend for everybody. Uh, you know, Jeremy Slifko had a great performance. Tom Mintz had a great performance. It was a great all-around event there, and I'm really anxious to hear what Steve's got to say. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you guys. Uh, I feel like Blackwell had the most complete, well-rounded run. Uh, he was able to put together a great run regulation and be able to pick up three bonus points. And, uh, you know, it's not like it was a huge point difference between Blackwell and, you know, the, the next up guys. I mean, it was just a one-point difference between him and Mintz. And then for third place, you had a three-way tie with Brutus, Stonecrusher, and the Lucas Oil Crusader, all of which you put on great runs themselves. And then you look, you know, just one more point back, you've got a two-way tie for fifth place with Superman and Avenger. So we definitely, or actually a three-way tie with Superman, Avenger, and Backdraft. So you've got, you know, just a, a, a majority of the field just within two or three points of each other as far as a freestyle finishing border goes. And so, I mean, that's that's a lot of consistency and that's a lot of heavy hitters coming out hard for a big event. And, uh, you know, I think this event definitely lived up to all the expectations and these people got a stellar freestyle to show for it. Hey, guys, thanks for having me on this week. Uh, coming back from Syracuse, uh, thoughts on racing, you know, um, for uh, Chicago-style racing, uh, it's actually pretty decent, really uh, tight. The tracks seem to be really tacky. Uh, I couldn't tell you how many trucks actually got up on two wheels in the turns, but uh, I came down to uh, Dennis and Digger and Steven Stonecrusher, and that race was uh, pretty good, and Dennis uh, flew to the win there. Uh, Freestyle-wise, the uh, track was pretty sweet. The, the massive uh, freestyle motocross ramp was just unbelievable. You could hit it from pretty much every angle. They they destroyed one of the uh, racing ramps on the side close to it, and uh, you could allow it to jump into it. The only problem I saw with that is uh, the landing, you would be square with the jammer stack that they have, which uh, if, if you guys don't know, the jammer stack is uh, two cars on its side. And, uh, I mean, uh, the first truck to hit it was Stone Crusher, and he kind of hopped over it and actually worked out pretty good. Um, I feel the other side of the track was a little clustered, and uh, really slowed down momentum for a lot of guys. The <clears throat> the double van stack, uh, not not too big on, um, really not too many ways to hit it, and either way it slowed down the momentum. But uh, great runs all around. Uh, the save of the night definitely has to go to Jeremy and Backdraft and uh, Tom Manson, Maximum Destruction, just outstanding runs hitting uh, cross-threading that double van and the jammer stack on the other side. Uh, definitely good points all around now we're heading to a uh, a smaller event as far as floor space but not necessarily in stature pretty pretty interesting times this weekend at the sears center in chicago you'll be able to see brett moist pictures from that event online on all monster very soon and uh this was a notable event because australian driver clive featherby took his outback thunder for the first time to america to perform and it was definitely an interesting weekend ed was able to check in and get a few updates from that show as, as i mentioned earlier you'll also be able to see some photos on allmonster.com very soon but uh ed why don't you tell us a little bit about that sears center show in chicago 
You're absolutely right, Robbie. Uh, Clyde brought the uh, Outback Thunder over. We hear a lot of rumors of it being over here. We uh, heard a lot of things that it was going to finally make a show, and, and it sure did this past weekend in uh, Chicago, Illinois. And uh, he was, you know, he was going to have his nerves. I read some reports that he was nervous, uh, hasn't been doing a lot of straight line courses, which is what Monster Nationals uh, does there. So he got a little nervous there. But he ended up winning wheelie contest uh, sa- uh, Sunday. So, you know, he did have nerves. He was nervous. It was first U.S. thing. So you got to give him credit. He still came out one, performed and did good in, in a very small arena. Uh, I'm very anxious to see if he gets any uh, bigger shows without the summer or, or if he does any more shows in the U.S. We don't know that. Uh, we're going to try to get some information if he's going to or not. Well, we will let you guys know when we hear anything more about the Outback Thunder and the Australia team there. It's pretty interesting to have Clive come over here to the United States and run. Um, you know, it's not the first time somebody's come from overseas and run here in the States. Uh, I actually had the chance to see Trevor Stimson, formerly of Blown Thunder in the United uh, Kingdom, and um, Carl Swallow, known for uh, Slingshot over in the UK as well. They both came over and drive, drove in 2006. They drove uh, the Air Force Afterburner at uh, the uh, Monsters on the Beach show in Virginia Beach, and uh, they took turns. Each took two different shows, and... Uh, it was really kind of cool to get the chance to see some of those guys drive where otherwise, you know, it wouldn't have been realistic for me to go over to England anytime soon and see those guys. So uh, it was definitely a cool experience. I think it's really awesome that we got to see Clive come overseas and, uh, you know, drive his own truck as well. Um, I'm interested to see what his future plans are for Outback Thunder as far as here in the United States and uh, whether or not maybe we'll see Outback Thunder uh do some more shows and you know maybe build a build a presence for itself over here stateside it's already pretty well known over in australia and uh, maybe it'll be a topic for discussion here in the future as far as you know international expansion of monster truck racing definitely good points all around we're going to keep this one relatively short and sweet this week and we wanted to mention give a big shout out to chad tingler he became the 23rd person of 24 to qualify for the Monster Jam World Finals. He will be behind the wheel of Spider-Man for the second year in a row. And uh, i got to admit, I'm a fan of Chad Tingler as far as his freestyle abilities racing. I just think he's a great driver overall. I'm glad to see him in the finals. I think this one was a no-brainer. And uh, Tingler's had some great moments. He's absolutely fearless behind the wheel, especially in freestyle. Not afraid of the big air. Had a spectacular crash in freestyle last year. And uh, I'm interested to see. I believe he'll be behind Whit Tarleton's Spider-Man chassis once again. Uh, I'd like to personally see them do something they do with with uh, Charlie Pawkins' truck, which is you know spray paint it black and uh, give Tingler his actual chassis to drive and see how he would do behind the wheel of that in Vegas. I think that would be great. But uh, guys, what are your thoughts on Chad Tingler making the World Finals uh, for the second year in a row behind the wheel of Spider-Man? Well, first off, congrats to Chad Tangler, um, not only for getting his World Finals invite, but he's also recently engaged himself, so uh, congrats to Chad for that. But, uh, you know, I've known Chad for quite a long time, and I've seen him, you know, build from his gra- build from the ground up as far as career goes, from his time spent in, you know, pure adrenaline to going in and out of every other, uh, you know, fleet identity, uh, you know, in the earlier days of his career to... Uh, you know, finding a home uh, in Gravedigger, he's done a spectacular job from day one behind the wheel of a Gravedigger, and I think this year has been really a breakout year for Chad Tingler. We've seen Chad Tingler with several major stadium wins, big, you know, coming up big on the huge stadium floors, and really, uh, 
it's been a breakout year for Chad. He's done a fantastic job ever since getting this brand new piece. And uh, really excited to see what he'll do in Vegas going back to a Patrick chassis, I would imagine. You know, D- Dustin and Robbie, I both agree with you guys. I'm, I want to first congratulate him. Uh, I'm really excited to see him behind that Spider-Man truck. I agree with Robbie. I think I, I'd like to see him behind his own chassis, spray paint that thing black, do what they do with uh, Charlie Pawkins and let him do that. Um, you know, a little point on Dustin's is, is, uh, one thing that I've noticed is he's been, Chad's been doing a lot of things big. Uh, he stepped it up major this year. Um, one of the standout points that I can think of is one of the California shows. He, uh, lawn darted that truck and knocked himself silly in it. And he still came back, uh, the next weekend was able to race and, and do successful this whole year and get an invite to the world finals. So it's going to be very interesting to see him there and uh you know what he can do yeah among those events that we speak of he had a fantastic run in houston again that i mentioned uh i felt probably should have been the winner between that and neil elliott in uh freestyle just a fantastic run you can check back with that in the archives of our uh, likes and favorites on the youtube channel um but yeah he had a great great west coast run in anaheim some of the other shows there too no stranger to the big stage as well and uh, i see good things coming out of vegas with uh with Chad Tingler, no matter what vehicle he ends up driving. So pretty cool to see him get back. Guys, got to ask the question, who do you think should be the 24th driver invited to Vegas? We will see this on Facebook, as Monster Jam mentioned. Uh, the last two were to be invited via Facebook. Chad Tingler's obviously the first one. Who's your last pick for Vegas? All right, I- I'm, I'm going to go on a limb here and say we might all three agree on this one. Uh, Jeremy Slifko on the back draft deserves to be there. Uh, if, if you haven't seen any of his runs, go to our YouTube channel, look at his runs, uh, you know, look at Syracuse's run last week, whatever run you want to look at. That kid deserves to be there, and it'll be an out-and-out travesty if he's not there. Well said. Dustin, your thoughts? Well, me, my, uh, my inner fan's going to come out here a little bit, and I'm going to say that I really do think uh, Jeremy Slifko is going to get the invite this year. You can't ask for much more out of a, an independent truck and an independent driver that operates how they do. Uh, Jeremy's a class act, and he's done a fantastic job this over the last two years, really. Um, you know, I'm hoping and pulling for him, but you know, there's a lot of guys that are very much deserving. Uh, you could you could pick a number of guys right now that uh, could easily go in there in Vegas, and I would be pleased with, but. You know, I'm pulling for Jeremy, but there's a lot of great guys out there. You know, Neil Elliott, um, Carl Van Horn, Darius, uh, tons of different guys out there that are as equally deserving. But I just don't think they're going to get that same chance this year. I agree, and uh, Ed, you called it. We all three agree. Uh, you know, the guys that you mentioned wanted to touch on that real quick, Dustin. The guys that you mentioned are a part of other teams that already have trucks there, so. Unfortunately, they don't. Uh, they probably don't get as much weight there. But uh, if Jeremy does indeed become the 24th truck of 24 in Vegas, it will be well deserved. He took victories this year, major stadium victory for the first time in Orlando. Won like six uh, separate contests in Baltimore when he was there. Everywhere he's gone, he's done well. If the truck has let him. Um, you know, again, this weekend in Syracuse, he didn't win, but he put on a spectacular freestyle. Um, had the had the lights on backdraft almost touching the ground 
and uh, somehow brought the truck back on all fours. It looked like he had a, had a either a broken sway bar or rear shock or something, and uh, he went to slide the truck around and just went right over uh, at the end of his run. But you know what? I, I got to say, if Jeremy Slifko doesn't make uh, the field in Vegas, I'd like to see somebody that's done a better job than him this year. And, uh, you know, we're not going to lie. We're pulling for Jeremy to make the field. Uh, you know, got to check out backdraftmt.com. You know, check out all of his runs this year. If you guys think somebody else should make it, we'd love to hear from you. But uh, as of the recording of this podcast, March 15th, we don't know who's in yet. It will be interesting to see who's in. And uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on who makes Vegas, who doesn't in your mind. And uh, be sure to hit us up on Facebook. Go up into your search bar and on Facebook and type in allmonster.com on track. Be sure to respond to any of our questions on the forums there. Hit us up about Vegas. Hit us up about any other event. About Outback Thunder being at the Sears Center, Sears Center, anything. We'd love to hear from you. So for Ed and Dustin and Steve Perry, we'd love to hear you, hear from you, and we will see you next week on AllMonster.com. Be on the lens. And that's it for this edition of the AllMonster.com Beyond the Lens. On behalf of everyone here at the show, please tune in next time, and thank you.